Good morning on this Friday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Have you considered what does it take to study the Word of God? What does it take to study the Bible? It takes the use of our mind. That would be the biggest thing. It doesn't do any good if we have books, if we have commentaries, we have dictionaries, if we have all kinds of contraptions, if we're not going to study the Word of God by using our mind. It seems that today, versus, let's say, a whole generation ago, even, even in society, a lot of our young people, a lot of children, a lot of kids don't want to use their mind. They want to have their mind already active, passively, but actively being used by something else. Let the computer, let the Xbox, let the uh, telephone, let the TV, let whatever, let it be the one that thinks for me. Uh, it's, it's too hard and too strenuous. But yet, when it comes to the Word of God, and when it comes to our spiritual lives, it is necessary to involve our spirit, our soul, our body, all very actively in studying the Word of God as it is to hearing the voice of God. We have been studying on waiting, waiting on God, whether we are completely silent before Him, waiting for our spiritual ears to hear His voice, or whether we are waiting on God by meditating as we ponder His promises, we ponder His Word, we ponder what He has said, and let the Holy Spirit bring enlightenment and let Him interpret the Word or the teaching to us, give us understanding, give us wisdom, or whether it is looking purposely, we're waiting, but yet we are looking like the watchman from his tower. And as I'm looking, I'm waiting to see uh, what God is going to say to me, what he is going to speak to me. Uh, all of these involve the act of waiting on God, waiting on his word, as we had read in the Psalms, as we had been reading and looking at the word of God yesterday, those of you that joined us, it means that we are going to have to take a step. Uh, Psalm 130, verse 5, it says, I will wait for the Lord. My soul does wait, and in his word do I wait. That was the word for hope. So three times the scripture here in Psalm 130, verse 5, it uses one form or another of the word wait. It simply means that we are expecting from Him. We are patient and patiently waiting. Uh, we are trusting in Him. And we are also binding ourselves through the process of twisting ourselves like you would a strand of rope with another strand of rope to make it stronger. So our soul is involved in this entire process just as much as it is involved in loving God. You just don't love him with your brain, but we love him with what Jesus called, Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Your soul involved your will, 
It involves your mind. It involves your emotions and with all your mind. Uh, another translation or another, uh, uh, whether we would be looking at Matthew or Mark or Luke, and says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, as you love your neighbor as yourself. So what are we looking at here? We are looking at loving God that involves every facet of our being. It involves our physical body because we may actually use it to serve Him in many different forms, many different shapes. It may involve using our hands to worship Him, our knees to bow before Him, our mouth to speak His word, confess His word, or give praise and thanks and honor and glory to Him. And of course, we're going to worship Him definitely with our spirit, because that is what Jesus said, those that worship God must, not not may, but must worship Him in spirit and in truth. And then there may be uh, emotion involved. We may be very emotional uh, when it comes to uh, serving God or loving God, meaning that we can either be lazy or we can be uh, uh, very excited. So it involves a process of using our entire being. We use our mind, we use our soul, we use our strength. Uh, we use our heart, our entire being, our entire spirit. So in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, it's... It says, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed. And remember, we had talked about waiting on God, and those that wait on Him will not be put to shame. They will not be ashamed. Why? Because God is going to answer. You're not going to be left out hanging uh uh, dry and, and simply like, wow, well, well, that was a waste of time. You know, nothing happened. No, those that wait upon the Lord, they will be blessed. Those that wait upon the Lord shall inherit the earth. Those that wait upon the Lord are going to be part of God's plan that he has for them because it requires us to wait. But in that waiting part, it requires us to use our mind also. Sometimes it requires us to quiet our mind. We use our mind, we use our spirit and our soul as we meditate upon the Word of God. And right here in 2 Timothy 2.15, though it's a part of a whole uh, chapter there, uh, we've selected just uh, verse 15. It says, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman, all of us are workmen as much as we are warriors, as much as we are worshipers with God. We can never forget that. You you study and you learn because God requires that we be taught. In order to be taught, it means that we have to use our mind in the process. God told Israel, I want you to teach your children. Write the word. Uh, the Pentateuch, which were the first five books of the Bible, write it on the doorpost of the house, write it in the house, write it on little parchment, carry it, you know, uh, with you, uh, uh, hang it around your neck, uh, bind it to your forehead. 
What did that mean? It means that you are to study it. They, from a very young age, the young boys especially, were taught to memorize and memorize and memorize and meditate and meditate on the Word of God. So this is one shape, uh, one form of studying and uh, learning from the Word of God, to study it. And of course, you know, we may have different resources to study it, but there's nothing more important than turning on the switch to our mind instead of having it just passive. Let's see what uh, will come in. Uh, let's see what will pass through it. No, we are actively involved in dividing the word of God correctly, dividing the word of truth. And dividing there means to cut and make a line that is straight. It means to dissect it, to expound it correctly. God wants us to understand. He wants us to believe. And he wants us to accept his word. But as it has been divided correctly. It doesn't mean that we make up our own inventions about what we think. No, we have to know what he has said. Jesus himself, when he rebuked the Pharisees at one point, he said, you know, you you study the scriptures, you read the scriptures, you 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 look at them, you search for them, but you're looking at them and searching for them in the wrong purpose, in the wrong way. There is a reason why we need to study the scripture. There's a reason and a purpose why we should uh, apply ourselves to it. But yours is not correct. This is found in the book of uh, John, chapter 5, verse 39. It says, search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. So what do we discover here? We discover that as we study the scripture, as we search it, as we look at it, that we have to rightly learn to divide it. And as we do that, our mind has to be actively turned on in the things that we're doing. It, it, it would be just like simply any other task that requires us to, <clears throat> to do something. That we have to use our mind as why we are doing that thing. Uh... In the book of Hebrews, in chapter 12, we had read this yesterday, that the apostle there, he kind of reprimands the, the, the people for not having been at a place where they should be by now. He said, for when, for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again. Notice the word teach. It involves thinking. It involves learning. There is a process, <clears throat> teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. Once again, it's the word of God. And you have become such as have need of milk and not strong meat. Verse 13, Hebrews 5, 13, for everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of God or in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. In verse number 15, uh, 14, but the strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who by reason, okay, the, the use of the word reason is the action through 
That, that's how they do this, through the use of their senses. And this involves both the organ of perception. That means that of the soul and that of the body. The five senses that help us uh, be able to reach out and touch the world, even though we don't walk by the flesh, we walk by faith. It takes those senses to let us know uh, what is being done out there, but it also takes the soul, the organ of the soul, the perception of the mind to be able to understand, to be able to perceive, to be able to know, to be able to even have wisdom uh, in these things. It involves our soul to be able to look at something and judge it correctly. By judging, that means make a decision. Uh, in, in this case, the word uh, discern is used. It, makes, it, 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 it uses and it makes the use of that word to make a judicial estimation. That, that means that you come to a conclusion whether a thing is uh, both good or and or evil. So this is what it reads in it in its in its uh, or in its wholeness. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. And that word exercise is interesting because it means to practice. To practice and, and, and when they practice in the the Colosseums or in the arenas uh, for training, let's say for the Olympics or, or whatever, uh, it actually means to practice naked. Don't have anything that is absolutely holding you down or holding you back. To train, to exercise. Well, we both know uh, or we all know what it means to exercise physically, whether you're doing jumping jacks, whether you're running or whether you're on a treadmill or whatever. Well, that's for the body. Well, in the same way, we must also exercise our mind just like we exercise our body when it comes to the Word of God. When it comes to it specifically, we have to learn how to exercise it so that as we learn to sit there patiently and quietly meditating on God's Word or waiting on Him, it's not a waste of time. We're exercising our senses. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination today. The Lord richly and fully bless you. Join us on Saturday as we continue on these lines and look at what it takes to wait on God using our soul. The Lord richly and fully bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.